This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Man, I wish I had my own candy factory. We've all wished that at some point in our lives, and now you have a chance if you uh, live in the United States. There's a guy named David Klein. He's the founder of Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. We've all heard of Jelly Belly. For sure. He's getting ready to retire, so he's decided to give away one of his candy factories, Willy Wonka style. Mm-mm, not interested. Nope. He, he's doing it. Uh, thegoldticket.com is a website you can go to. You can register for $50, and then you get a ticket to a scavenger hunt for a hidden necklace. And if you find the necklace, you win $5,000, plus you're entered into a grand prize draw where one of the 50 um, qualifiers from from each state, uh, one of them is going to win a candy factory. How does this? So they become the boss. They go to work. They get a small suit and go to work, or like what? They just win the money equivalent of the factory. You own a candy factory. Here's uh, here's David's business partner making the announcement. Maybe we can get a little more out of them. Ticket.com treasure hunt. It's going to be a treasure hunt across the whole entire country where we're going to be hiding these right here. We've Ooh. already hidden quite a few of them. We're going to be hiding them in every state. With the possibility of winning $5,000. We're going to have the ultimate treasure hunt where the winner will be receiving a key. A key to our candy, one of our candy factories. We're looking for you, Charlie, out there. Ah, I got a golden ticket. (laughs) I got a golden ticket. So adults can take part in this, too? Sure, absolutely. Well, you'd think a scavenger hunt, if a kid's going to need to get around the city, they'll need... Need a little help. <laughs> I guess so, so. Get your grandpa out of bed. <laughs> get ready to look for the, your uh, your necklace there. Yeah, I, I agree though. I think <laughs> Candy Factory is probably one of the once you get in there, it'd be one of the more disappointing prizes you could ever win. Because <laughs> you, why? Why would you say that? <laughs> it sounds amazing. I'd, I'd rather win a candy store than a candy yeah. factory if I was a kid. It, it's all great until your first property tax bill comes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you expected as a nine-year-old child yeah. to successfully continue <laughs> a business of that size? What's Wimis Twaining? <laughs> I feel like a candy factory too. Like the happier you thing, the happier the product is that you make, the sadder the employees are. Because you can't, you're, all you're doing is pumping out candy. You can't eat any of it. It's probably miserable. And it would be a great twist if if the candy factory that they gave away was the one that makes the stinky uh, jelly beans for the <laughs> the bean boozled yeah. game. You know that one the where bar they flavored one. Yeah, they've got like barf and sweaty socks jelly beans, <laughs> <laughs> dirty dishwasher jelly beans. David Klein, Willy Wonka has the last laugh. <laughs> Look at all the f- jelly beans. We can eat as many as we want. Oh no, toilet paper flavored what? Dog turd. <laughs> Thought this was chocolate. Tennis star Novak Djokovic had a uh, an interesting weekend, didn't he? Yeah. U.S. Open of tennis on Sunday, middle of his fourth round match, and he got a little upset and he smacked a ball that ended up hitting a lineswoman in the throat. This is the call the two commentators 
realizing what had just happened. And now that was, he's trying another drop shot there, but that was easy for Cadenio Busta to get to. And that's it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can hear the moment that the ball hits the woman in the throat. Drop shot there, but that was easy for Cadenio Busta to get to. And that's it. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can hear struggling to breathe, too. <laughs> it really got her. It, it, it's almost like something that you'd laugh at if it was in a Will Ferrell movie, right? <laughs> Where they hit the ball. Like He's not even looking. He hits the ball behind him in anger, and the thing just whizzes directly into yeah. the, the trachea of this poor woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be worse. Like I th- I thought it was going to be a bigger smash. It was underhanded, but it does hit her directly in the throat, and she goes right down. Uh, so he got disqualified very quickly. He whacked a ball that might have hit a lines person back there. Oh my goodness! You don't do that. No, I mentioned earlier about the one that he hit low. And he hit the side rail. If he had hit it a little higher, it would have gone right into the camera person. This one, he hits back, and it's, I believe it hit her in the throat. Yes, it did. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. Let's check the replay. You got her right in the throat. Clearly, we are on the verge of a default here. It looks like that's it. Because they had to take her out and obviously hurt, that made the decision for them. I wonder what she thought. I wonder if she thought that he should be, uh, he should be disqualified from play. Uh, I don't. She was down and out for a bit. I bet you, I because it's such. It's, she wasn't happy. No, no, it's bad. It's like it's just bad form. You know, it's it's a bad bad behavior yeah. for tennis. She's supposed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline to be classier than that, right? And, and like they said, he had just done something similar where he got angry and he whizzed one off and it almost hit a camera guy. So you're playing with fire when you're doing stuff like that. I got a feeling she'll probably sue him. You think so? I would. In this world, people, yeah. I mean, you're kind of expecting to get hit every once in a while, but... <laughs> that's know. our that's our moneymaker, Jim. Imagine we got a tennis ball to the throat. Oh, I would take several... <laughs> Just for like fifteen fifteen thousand dollars. That's all. That's all. That's, uh, whatever I could get. Oh, well, I'm thinking about it. I might set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> Help me raise fifteen thousand dollars. Jim will let me shoot ten tennis balls at his throat. Uh, Djokovic uh, apologized on social media. The whole situation has left me really sad and empty. Thank God she's feeling okay. I'm extremely sorry to have caused her such stress. So un- unintended. So wrong. As for the disqualification. I need to turn this into a lesson for my growth and evaluation as a player and a human being. I apologize for my behavior. He uh, he was going to win it, man. It sounds like it. Yeah, he yeah. was on his way to winning it, and he just screwed himself over. Oh, she. You know, if she doesn't get money from Djokovic, the guy he was playing against better slip her a couple hundred bucks for taking <laughs> one for the team. <laughs> yeah, all the other players should give her money. Yes. Story out of Los Angeles says that... Uh, 
Multiple pilots upon approach to LAX saw a man flying past their plane in a jetpack. Here's a news report from Fox 11. The FAA confirms to me that two separate flight crews report what, quote, appeared to be a man in a (laughs) jetpack as they prepared to land at LAX. The pilot sounded quite certain, as you can hear for yourself. That's our American 1997. We just passed a guy in a jetpack. American 1997, okay, thank you. Were they off to your left side or right side? Off the left side, uh, maybe uh, 300 yards or so, about our altitude. Okay, American 1997. What? What would be going through your head? You're flying an airplane. And you look out, and there's a guy waving at you. <laughs> What's in this coffee? Hey, he was not far away from the from the plane. He was right at three thousand feet in the air. Seems like a terrible spot to try your jetpack. By yeah. the way, near the LAX near, airport. Near the airport. Yeah, that's crazy. So they didn't they they didn't catch the guy. No, FBI is investigating, trying to find out who the jetpack man was. Like, I know Orville and Wilbur Wright were, you know, they were doing their own experiments in their backyard to get the plane off the ground, but are there actual home inventors making their own jetpacks? Or was it like a mannequin, like, attached to a drone as a joke or something? They are convinced, the pilots were convinced it was a guy with a jetpack on it. And I'm a big fan of this guy, uh, this British inventor who invented the gravity jetpack. You know, I follow them on social yeah. media, and I've shown you videos of how cool this thing is. It's It's got, like, uh, like thrusters on your arms. It's almost like an Iron Man mm-hmm. uh, jetpack thing. So the technology does exist where you could fly up in the air in a jet. I didn't realize you could go that high, though, 3,000. Uh, feet in the air. It That's seems crazy. like a pretty intense altitude. Every time I've seen somebody do it, it's like 10 feet above a lake just in case they fall. They yeah. just go right in the water. Maybe mm. it was Tom Cruise filming the next Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Tom himself. He's into that sort of thing. Maybe Top Gun. That's right. Sunday evening on final approach to LAX, an American Airlines pilot reports, quote, a guy in a jetpack. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Quote, a guy in a jetpack. The Rocketeer. <laughs> yeah, the Rocketeer was zipping past my plane. It would be like seeing a superhero man. Yes. It was like Superman is flying past your plane. Well, imagine if this guy got sucked into the, jet- <laughs> into the turbine. Uh, I know. We, got to, we saw a, he was a guy in a jetpack. He is now chum for the fish with the right. metal shards of a jetpack. He, he's he's now wasting away in Margaritaville because <laughs> he went through the blender on the left wing here. A second pilot, believed to be a SkyWest flight, confirms a third pilot was on the lookout. We just saw the guy pass by us. So it, it's not just one plane who, you know, the, the guys didn't know what they're talking about. Three different planes saw this jetpack guy flying around. Wow. I hope they find him. I want to know what his deal is. Yeah, I bet it, it might be one of those things where they end up giving him a job. Like when somebody hacks into something, they're like, "Okay, you sir are impressive, even though you did something illegal. You got to work for NASA now. <laughs> You're the jetpack guy. <laughs> you are now Iron Man for the U.S. government. Well, it's like Iron Man. You don't want that suit to fall into the wrong hands. True. You know, because a bank robber could just leave the bank, fly away. Yeah, you'd never or, catch him. Or they could rob. You know. Uh, a bad guy could fly up there, come on the the airplane, steal everybody's jewelry and wallets. <laughs> like a modern 
Monday train robbery. Right, and then just jetpack out of there. Hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. New documentary last night uh, debuted on A&E. It's called The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne. I think he may have more than nine lives. He's burning through them real quick. <laughs> Stuff. I mean, just to just go back to biting the head off of a bat. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, <laughs> you know, to do something like that. Unheard of. You see the way it could go if you're <laughs> you're putting bats in your mouth. Yeah, snorting ants. Drugs. Oh, he snorted ants. The drugs that he'd do. Oh, man. He uh, revealed on this documentary that at one point he tried to murder his wife, Sharon. Him and Sharon, I'm actually surprised how, uh, how open they were about this incident, but here's Sharon and Ozzy talking about the time that Ozzy attempted to kill her. I felt the calmest I'd ever felt in my life. He came into the room. And he just said, we've come to a decision that you've got to die. That's never good when um, people start talking like there's more than one person in their head. Yeah, that's terrifying. We have all decided it's time for you to die. That's that's so scary, honestly. (laughs) And was that actually the music that was playing in the room at the time? And he just said, we've come to a decision that you've got to die. It's, it's not really funny, because listen, listen to Sharon describe what happened next. And, you know, he was calm, very, very calm, and then just suddenly he lunged across at me. He just dived on me and started to choke me. Oh. He got me down on the ground on top of me, and I was feeling for stuff on the table, and I felt the panic button, and I just pressed it. And um, next thing I know... The cops were there. Feel like the Osborne residents would have to have multiple panic buttons in every room of the house. <laughs> There's probably three in the bedroom alone. <laughs> what are these six buttons on this coffee table? They're all panic <laughs> buttons. Ozzy says that, well, he must have been pretty messed up at the time, but he said he didn't know what the heck was going on. All I remember was waking up in Amsterdam jail, and I, and I asked the cop, why am I here? So he read... John Michael, I've been arrested for attempted murder of, his, of Sharon Osborne. I'm like, that hit me like, it was like a, a, a hammer between the eyes. Yeah. Man, to be able to get through that, like think of the stuff you've been in trouble with your wife for. And to be able to bounce back and stay married after you, you, you and the voices in your head decide that you're going to try and kill your wife. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. I think we all assume our spouses may kill us someday. Like, they want, they hate us half the time. It's not completely out of the realm of no, possibility. No, My kids, my wife, I, you know, I, I think there's a chance that one of them, you know, but I, I eventually <laughs> will get sick of my nonsense. I doubt the cops would be so casual about it, though. What am I doing here? Oh, you killed your wife. Oh, no. Tried to. Yeah, Attempted tried murder. To. Oh, oh, no. Oh, we love you, Ozzy. It's okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the uh, the interviewer asked Ozzy if the situation makes him feel uncomfortable. Does it make you feel uncomfortable when you talk about it? Well, it's not exactly one of my greatest achievements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What do you think? Yes, obviously I'm uncomfortable talking about it. It's not exactly one of my greatest achievements. Bad news for both of us, I guess, Jim, with our our Stanley Cup playoff bet. This is the last one I'm making. I'm done with the Stanley Cup playoff this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it, Now... The third team I chose to uh, to win the cup has also let me down. Yeah, th- this is the third bet we've made. We've lost all of them. We've been betting a listener, and I we I think we're down money, and now we're down yeah to our s- less than skivvies. I owe a couple listeners six packs apparently, mm. and uh, Philly Pat, one of our listeners who loves the Philadelphia Flyers, he's threatening never to listen to the show again because I jinxed his team by <laughs> by betting on them. So, yeah, they uh, they did not have a uh, a positive showing in, in Game 7 on Saturday night. That was no good. Great overtime win the couple nights before that. Hey, the fact that they stayed in and they made it to Game 7 was very exciting. I know Jim was getting nervous because the bet, the latest bet that you and I made was uh, based on these brokinis. Some guys, Taylor and Chad, they actually, they're, they're listeners, they... Uh, are from London, Ontario originally, and they invented this brokini that was getting international attention. It's basically like a Speedo with a shoulder strap. And we said whoever's team goes further is the winner, and the loser has to wear a brokini and play 18 holes of golf. Well, if the Flyers and the Avalanche, your team, Jim, didn't get eliminated in the same number of games in the same round, then I'd be a very happy man. But I guess we we both now have to wear brokinis. It's only fair. How does a bet happen where we both lose? I know! It was, like, so stupid. And I just lost a bet for Super Bowl this year in February, and I had to wear a Speedo and Zipline uh-huh. at an indoor park called The Factory. And, like, twice in one year I also, have to do this? Also, it's getting cold out, too. Oh, jeez. So roll up some socks before you head out to the course, buddy. Yeah, and th- these brokinis. <laughs> I'm more of a um, a grokini than a showkini, I would say. So it's just not, not going to be good. Yeah, and we said that it has to be filmed. Of course. Yeah. From very far away, though. That's right. <laughs> it's like through a telescope. There has to be a distance uh, uh, that is set, agreed on by both of us. Taylor from Brokini said he wants to play with us as well. Is he going to wear one, too? Yes. He probably has one on underneath his clothes all day, like Superman. Hey, well, they're doing well. They were sold out, so we're just waiting for... Uh, for Taylor to uh, tell us when they get the new shipment in, and we'll hit the links. If, if we can find a golf course that'll let us play around in, in the Brokini. <laughs> yeah, that's, that might be the, the trouble, because you pretty much have to clear the course. We can get Chad, too, maybe. Maybe Chad will want to come, and we can make it a foursome of, <laughs> of that, dudes. That's the wor- A foursome wearing those is the worst visual. Yeah, uh, You don't mm. want to be stuck behind us or in front of us. <laughs> Or in any vicinity. You don't want to... We'll let you know when and where we're playing so you can avoid that golf course <laughs> at all costs. Yeah, only only you and I, Jim, could make a bet with each other and end up both losing uh. somehow. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 530 Until 9.30.
or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.